had the amazing opportunity to speak with Daniel Allen of the Vagabonds over Zoom video. Daniel was born and raised in Alabama. He talks about that and how he got into music. I think his graduating class was like 100 people. Very small town. Got into music actually through the church. First instrument he learned how to play was the bass. Talks about that. He tells us how the Vagabonds were formed. Their early shows playing a lot of colleges, college towns. Moving to Nashville. Talk about that a bit. Some of the band's big milestones. How COVID affected their brand new record. And all about the new record they have out as well. You can watch our interview with Daniel on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with the Vagabonds. Our podcast is about you and your journey in music and uh, how you got to where you are now. Cool. Awesome. So you're not originally from Nashville, though, correct? No, uh, Dothan, Alabama, southeast Alabama. What was it like growing up there? Uh, small town, you know, uh, went to a county school, not very big, about 100 people that graduated in my class. Really? Uh, yeah. Small town, man. That so. is. My class, I grew up in San Diego. Our class, our graduating class was 1,200. Wow. <laughs> you had crazy, so everybody knew everybody i'm assuming oh yeah 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 just you know in church every every time the doors were open um and that's where i actually started music was uh a praise band in church really? played bass guitar yeah it was bass your first instrument yeah okay how old were you when you picked up bass shoot man i was probably i, I was a late bloomer maybe 15 okay yeah so pri prior to that just fan of music just, just liked music i mean just a casual fan i didn't really even discover that i liked music until you know my cousin was playing guitar and um yeah that, that's how i got introduced to it through the praise band and you know was your cousin would, in the band he would break it out he would break it out when the girls were around and they all <laughs> like, oh, i'm like i gotta learn how to play that guitar <laughs> what made you play bass um, they needed a bass player and it seemed a little more easier as far as like the intro to the notes and the chords and everything. So I, I took the bass really, really quick. Um, I also just like the low end, uh, mm -hmm. that bass just keeps it driving. Mm -hmm. I love the melodies of the bass. Mm -hmm. When you, uh, joined the praise band, was that something that was that the band that plays in actually in church during the services? No, it was more like the youth group. Praise band. Oh, okay. Yeah. And would you guys play out or just play church? No, no I was just a church thing. Oh, that's cool. But still, I mean, did you play in front of, I mean, I would imagine you'd play in front of the people that attended church. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, we had a really big uh, youth group and that's kind of where, you know, the, the love of playing in front of people was sparked. And okay. then my buddy who played drums in the band, he also played guitar and he lived right down the street from me and we would always get together and play guitar and kind of learn with, with each other. And from like early, early on, I just always wrote my own songs. Really? I, think, you know, I was kind of like a more quiet, shy kid growing up. So it gave me the outlet to express myself a little bit more. And yeah, I was writing songs from early on. 
Wow. And then did you have another band outside of the praise band? Yeah, that's that, that sparked us writing songs together, me and my buddy Brett. And okay. uh, we started a couple of different bands in high school. And then we both went to Auburn University and formed a band in college, which we started playing around the bars in, in Auburn. And then that's where I met the guys in the Vegabonds. They had another band as well. And they were playing the same circuits as we were in college. And we kind of linked up at and Auburn. Then, and then formed the Vegabonds yeah. from there. Uh-huh. Okay. That's cool. Um, I'm curious, did you go to college for music or something? No, totally uh, I, I have a marketing degree. Oh, well, I mean, that works in music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you do. Wow. Okay. So once, when did the band kind of overtake everything else? Uh, so we formed in 2009 and stayed around Auburn, I think, until, yeah, 2012. So we stayed in Auburn three years. I graduated in 08. And I mean, you know, that college lifestyle, if you can stick around for a couple of years and keep living it, uh, I didn't see any harm in it. It was fun. Right. Why not? <laughs> so, uh, stayed around Auburn for a little while. And then we just got to a point where we were playing all the same bars and, you know, going to all the different colleges and the sec circuit and playing the frats and the sororities. And it was fun. I mean, mm-hmm. made good money, played in front of good crowds. We were able to kind of flesh out the songs in front of people in real time. You know, mm-hmm. we would write them and then play them in front of crowds multiple, multiple times over before we ever recorded them just to see if they would connect and so that was good. And we still do that to this day. That's still oh, kind you'll, of our, you'll test it out in the Yeah, in the that's still setting. our model to see, you know, how the crowd reacts to it. Is it is it worth going for forward with or just kind of, you know, that was cool. I, I like that attitude though, because it's cool to see a band, especially a band that you're a fan of, and they're like, Okay, here's a new song that you know is not recorded yet or whatever, and they're just gonna play it. And you yeah. kind of get that experience to hear this song and then you know, say it becomes a, it makes a record. It becomes a big hit. And it's like, oh, I remember when they played that. Like for me, a, an example of that is I grew up in San Diego. I saw Blink-182 play and they hadn't had Dude Ranch out yet. And they played Damn It and Josie. And I can still vividly remember them going like, this is going to be on the next record. And it's like, they're, you know, one of their biggest songs they've ever put out. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That's so cool to like share that with your with your fan base. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of how we've always done it and it's worked. And so we just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. But so we did that for three years after we formed and then we decided, you know, it's time to really take it to the next level or at least in our evolution as a band, take it to the next level. And so that's when we moved to Nashville in 2012 to kind of jump up to the big leagues and Mm -hmm. uh, be around, be around. first record did well, right? I mean, yeah, did, the revolution did, did, did really well. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so we wanted to be around people who were focused on music 24-7, doing music. We wanted to be surrounded by it, you know, because it's only going to make you better being around people who are better than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we learned that very quick. Um, <laughs> but we, we just kept touring, and we did three European tours. Um, wow. Yeah, from 2012 to 2017 and um, put out some more records. And then 
went through a couple of managers and learned a lot. Sure. Along the way. To, to rewind a little bit, when you moved to Nashville, did you have Southern Suns out already? Yeah. So that was, well, we released Southern Suns in 2012 when we moved here. Okay. So was that record recorded in Nashville? Or maybe, maybe it was 2011 that we released. Uh, 2011 or 2012. Uh, yes, it was. It was okay. Recorded. So you were here already living here, or were you guys working on the record here and were like, oh, why not we just move here? Yeah, we did Dear Revolution and Southern Suns here in uh, Nashville. And that that's where we got the experience from, like the Nashville experience was okay. coming here and recording, and we fell in love with the city. Sure. So after we recorded Southern Suns, we decided to move up here. Okay. Were you playing, like, the Broadway bars and all, and all that? Or, like, how did you cut your teeth here? I mean, it seems like it's – everyone's the, here, right? Yeah, <laughs> the, first time, the first time we came up here, I think it was, like, 2010 or so, mm -hmm. when we were recording Dear Revolution. <laughs> we got a gig at Tootsie's, or somebody, oh, wow. told us, somebody told us we had a gig at Tootsie's. And this was, right. like, the middle of the day. And so we, we go up there and it's early, maybe like 10 o'clock. And they're like, all right, you're going to be on at 11. We walk AM or PM. Yeah. Yeah. AM. AM. <laughs> oh, and so we walk back there and you know, it's in the back room. If you, if you're familiar with Tootsie's, the very I've, back room. I just went there. I, like I honestly, I've only lived in Nashville for six months and we um, haven't really, I mean, COVID was going on and we didn't really have a chance to go out and my family came to visit and we went, I'd never been really out down there. And the first place we went to was Tootsie's and that's a, I mean, you walk in, it's like bar right there. And the, there's like a band playing right to your right. And so did you, and there's like three levels, right? I mean, there's three levels. Yeah. Yeah. So we what were on, level, the, level we were on you the second level in the very back. Oh, that's a great, that's probably the best spot to play. I would well, imagine we or the in, top. We walked in nobody's in the bar we walk to the <laughs> back where our stage is nobody's there we're like ah we're not playing today it's like screw this we're not and so we just we didn't know what tootsies was you know uh -huh. we didn't know the history behind it we just thought oh this is going to be a terrible gig so we <laughs> ended up skipping out on it <laughs> did <laughs> so, you really <laughs> yeah we just, we just turned around and left and went to the studio and started recording um Oh man. So that was our first Broadway experience. Now I play on Broadway and have played on Broadway since 2015. Just okay. So you're like, still doing it as a side hustle type thing, just playing for the tourists or whatever. I play down at uh old red right now. Really? Yeah. That's I just cool played last scene. night actually. Oh wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I definitely yeah. want to go down and check you out. It's That's just cool. like, you know, keeping my chops up on guitar and vocals and all I'm doing is like singing hit songs all day. So, right, because the ma majority the of it, right, is like you're just playing for a couple hours and doing yeah. like all covers for the yeah. most part. I mean, people sneak in originals. I've noticed. Yeah, that. I play originals up there too. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. And uh, uh, so it's a good side hustle. It's still in the music vein. So, mm -hmm. do you send the tip bucket around? And that, I've, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's cool. I'm trying to make dough up there. <laughs> <laughs> do they give you like a? A, a list of songs that you should play or no not at all oh yeah whenever i start so i started at tootsies and tootsies on their umbrella owns tootsies um rippies across the street and honky tonk central oh okay I think they own kid rocks too now at this point but so whenever you join tootsies they give you like this sheet of 300 songs that you should learn i'm i mean 
I just basically go off of what I hear other people play and what I see that works, what uh-huh. people tip for. I mean, okay. I'm down there strictly to make money, so I want to play exactly what people tip for. Right, right, right. That may, I mean, that makes the most sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I only ask that because we went to um, Jason Aldean's bar. We went to Tootsie's, but Jason Aldean's bar, which is really, I mean, dude, all those like rooftops, it's so, that's so cool. It's like, yeah. it's like a cleaned up version of Vegas. It kind of reminds me. Oh, of, yeah, it really is. Like a nice Vegas. <laughs> but um, like I would hear a song and then we went to like Kids Rocks bar and then you'd hear the same song like 30 minutes later from they another band. It, yeah. It's I didn't all- know if there was some like cycle of like songs you had to kind of go through. Yeah. Everybody has like the same list everybody's seen that list if they if they play on broadway (laughs) it's the same 200 300 songs um but yeah that's where i play is on the rooftop of old red it's beautiful up there man five stories up it's killer how often do you play there i'll do like three times a month okay do you post on like your instagram or anything that you're playing i just keep it dark keep it dark okay you know what i mean Sure, sure. I'd love to see you. (laughs) Well, maybe I should post it. (laughs) Yeah, no one knows when you're playing, man. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so you you're in Nashville. uh, You you put out Southern Suns, and is at this point is the band doing well enough that you don't have day jobs? No, I uh, even before the band started, I worked at Office Depot retail. Okay. And so that was in Auburn. Then I transitioned to an Office Depot in hendersonville because we lived in madison okay and um and then when we moved to antioch i transitioned to the office depot over there so i worked at office depot for eight years wow and then in 2015 i figured out yeah i could do the broadway thing make way more money and be playing music so ever since uh, 2015 was the last time i had a real side job what like was it dad, like going in there and quitting? Was, in, you know, was that was that a big day? Big day, I'm imagining, like going oh, yeah, in there and yeah. be like, "I'm done." Yeah, <laughs> I was dating my wife at the time, and I was like, "I'm just kind of like a, uh, like a tribal." I don't know. I, I'm losing the word I'm thinking of, but anyway, I like to burn things when I'm done with them. Okay. So I just took my Office Depot uniform. <laughs> Went out in the driveway, just lit it on fire, dude. I'm <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That was the final straw. That is so funny. Okay. Um, so you, I mean, it's at this point, you're playing Broadway. You guys are touring quite a bit at this point, too? 2015? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, twenty, the beginning of 2014, two of our original members dropped out. Our original guitar player and keyboard player dropped out. Okay. They were just done, kind of burnt out, you know, because we were we were doing like 150, 200 shows a year. Wow. It's like it's a lot. And I still had the side job at that point. So I was just kind of running crazy, too. I was burned out, too. So when they dropped out, we took a little break and then we found Bo Cooper, who is our now keyboardist. And uh, Richard just kind of took over all guitar parts at that point. Okay. Um, yeah, he just did a killer job by just stepping up. And so we were kind of in a regrouping stage and we took pretty much a whole year off in 2014. Okay. And uh, 
we in 2013 we released an ep um rca studio b which we recorded in nashville at rca studio b wow that must be a cool experience but we didn't like the way it turned out as far as like the production of it like we felt like we took a step back a little bit so that's actually a lost album you can't find it i was gonna say i haven't seen i didn't see that one when i was going through your yeah if you have it you have it okay so that's like a gem i'm sure you have a copy but sure yeah wow okay and you so, didn't like, but you had this cool experience recording this legendary studio. Oh, the studio was amazing. I mean, the history in there, um, and sure just you can, like feel it, right? When oh, you're you in can there. feel it. You see over there where uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, right here. This is where Elvis kicked a hole in the wall because he was mad at his band. We never <laughs> fixed it. I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah. You have his uh, his original pian- grand piano in there. Is a lot of history. Wow, yeah. that is cool. Did you get to record on that piano or no? Or do they let yeah, people yeah, record our, on the piano? Yeah, our uh, keyboard player did. That was like That's his cool. Kind of hoorah. That is really cool, though. Okay, yeah. so that record comes out. You didn't. You guys weren't too happy with it. Um, we weren't too happy. We we toured behind it. We went on another European tour behind that record, and just kind of you know that was in 2013, and. Um, then the guys got burnt out after Europe and they quit. And it was just like, it was a weird time. And so there's a big like regrouping period and kind of like a change in our sound. Cause, cause we were kind of really blues based rock um, mm-hmm. and kind of jam band and being around Nashville musicians and just being in the whole uh, scene of Nashville at that time, Cause that's when you had uh, Jason Isbell starting to do his solo stuff. So, and I was listening to a lot of local radio. So you just had, I just remember being a huge fan of Isbell at that time. Cause he was coming out with Southeastern mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I want to pick up the acoustic and I want us to kind of go in a different direction. And so over the course of 2015, the end of 2014 and 2015, we wrote what we're made of. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like our new step in a new direction. And we released that in 2016. Okay. And uh, it's, per- it's been pretty nonstop since then besides COVID. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to say COVID probably put a wrench in that one. Yeah. Uh, and you put a record out in 2019 as well. Was that right before COVID happened? And did that like stomp some plans for some no, it was album? Uh, it was early 2019. Okay. So. We had a we had a pretty good run on that one. Uh, it was called V, so it was our fifth record. So you can call it five or V. I didn't know what to say. I was going to ask. That was my next question. Because is it five? I call it V. I, some people call it five. It double. It was what I was confused about too. Is now it makes sense because you said you had a record that you got that you guys tossed. Because I'm like, this is the fourth record. How does so it must be V? And the band's you know starts with V, but. It looks like a five. <laughs> you got to know the history behind the band, I guess. Yeah, Look I like that. Pins we put out there for people. I like that. I like that. When did you guys tour with Skinner? And I mean, you've toured with Greg Allman. Like you've done some big shows. Yeah. Well, we didn't really tour with them. Those were one offs. But um, we did a, a, the first big show we ever did was with Greg Allman and friends down in um, West Palm Beach, Florida in 2011. It, they have a festival down there called Sunfest. 
It was, man. It was, it was great getting to meet him and like just watch him from backstage. And at the time he had, he was in really, really bad health. And then he, he bounced back after that before he even passed away. Like he got in back into good health. But at the time he was like, it was bad backstage. Like he was like limping around, you know, like very tired, had to have a handler kind of walk him around. Uh And then when he got on stage, dude, you wouldn't even know it. It was just like, he was full blast, gave it everything. I mean, it was incredible. That is crazy. Yeah. When I saw Tom Petty, it was similar, but um, you could tell he was in pain. Like he, he would yeah. go out in front of the, you know, and, and, and like, you know, give it his all. And then he would turn to the back of the, you know, like, like if he was looking at the drummer and you could just see it in his face. Cause they, they, the, you know, they have the big jumbotrons, like a couple times they caught him, you know, yeah. and he was just his, then they, you know, quickly cut away from it. But like, you could tell like he wasn't doing well, but he looked yeah. like when he was up there, it was like, okay. They still uh, have it. You know, it's just uh, animal yeah. performers. It's crazy. And, yeah. and speaking of Tom, you guys did a cover of my favorite Tom Petty song. You wreck me. You wreck me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that yeah. one. What was it? Why, why that one? Is that just a fan fa- or a favorite of yours? Well, we've, we've played many, many Tom Petty songs over the years. And, um, you know, we, we did, won't back down but it seemed like when he passed away everybody was putting out a cover of won't back down mm-hmm. so um we just wanted to go a different route and kind of honor him and what he's meant to us and it's it's perfect for us because it's a great live song because it's so rocking so yeah like, well, let's just do that one that's cool yeah it's my favorite one cool and they do a cool version with stevie nick she'd come out and sing it with him too yeah yeah, and we, we used to play um, Stop Dragging My Heart Around, too, live. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Little, some deep cuts. <laughs> yep. So in twenty so 2019, you put out V. You were able to support it quite a bit before yeah, COVID? Yeah, whole year, okay. yeah. We were, we were going really strong. Um, had a really good holiday. T- we do an annual holiday tour around the Southeast and hit all our major markets that we're, uh, we do well in. And so that was at the tw- end of 2019. We were getting ready to go on the road with, uh, I don't know if you know, Mike and the Moon Pies out of Texas. I'm not not too familiar, no. They're a cool band. Um, we were going on a Texas run with them and through Colorado. And we did the Colorado dates at the beginning of 2020. And then, yeah. Were you that in Colorado there. when it when everything's... No, we involved. our last show was in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, okay, so you weren't too... You're, closer to home then yeah we were on the way home had a couple of days rest and then just never went back out oh my gosh and then (laughs) (laughs) so at this point then what do you do you just uh, sit on your hands and be like okay so now now what nah um i mean i was doing like live streams and everything and kind of got burnt out on doing those I, i probably did five i mean i'm not gonna say i put a ton of effort into it but you know i have a three-year-old son and Mm -hmm. wife and I was just doing as much as I can around the house and keeping music relevant and um I started a business I just I was like I can't sit around I don't know if music's coming back it was just kind of up in the air like Uh I figured it would but at the same time you just don't know with all with every the news I had to turn the news off because it's nothing but just total tactics (laughs) yeah just every day you know and it's just the back and forth. There's too much, I don't know, contradicting 
opinions every single day. So I just turned it off and I'm like, I got to figure out something to do. I'm going crazy. I'm sitting on my phone for eight hours a day. It's making me nuts. Like this is not (laughs) Yeah, really stressing. So I ended up uh, starting a business in real estate investing. I've always been interested in real estate. So took the plunge and time to do it, man. I mean, wow. Yeah. It's, oh, 2020 was a blessing for me looking back on it because I learned a new business. I learned a new skill. I learned a new craft and started a business. And yeah, I'm really, really pumped about that. I'm not an agent, but more like uh, fix and flips and stuff like that. That's cool. I mean, there's a lot of it here, man. I mean, oh, yeah. this whole everything is just going skyrocketing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, my main time. market, yeah, my main market is uh, Huntsville, Alabama. They're oh, kind okay. of the same exact way. I mean, they're blowing up down there. Really? Yeah. Everyone, all those Californians, man, we're 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 coming yeah. to take over the South. <laughs> my best friend uh, moved here from San Diego, actually. Really? Yeah. That's cool. What part of San Diego? I'm not that familiar with San Diego. Oh. I don't know. He was a he was a police officer there and just wanted to make a change and wow yeah he didn't really agree with all the politics out there and he's like let's go to the south they seem to have it figured out <laughs> exactly man <laughs> and so, uh yeah they came out here and met them and yeah they've just become quick best friends and that's awesome yeah. that is awesome but there's so a you lot put a- in california dude my whole neighborhood my whole street is like california it's crazy. really yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like across the street, they're like from, you know, Newport and like all of a lot of Southern California and mid middle California, a couple from like Sacramento area. It's just bizarre. I had no we moved out here. I had no idea we we're like, you know, infesting Nashville. Like we are. <laughs> but you guys are welcome here. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> well, okay, so you put out a live record this year. And yeah. where was that recorded and and was that done within the past year or no? Uh, yeah, it was in 2020. Um, so we were doing a lot of live streams, just trying to, again, trying to stay relevant for our fans and just keep them engaged. Mm-hmm. And so uh, now we record our records in Atlanta with our producer, Tom Tapley. He has a studio there. And so we we were talking to Tom and we're like, hey, man, we want to do something with you over covid Let's keep, let's do something really cool. Let's, let's have you set up the audio. So it's just top quality stuff. We'll get some really good uh, video quality in here and get it shot. And so we did a live stream with Tom and um, we, we didn't plan on it being a live record when we did it, but after listening to it, we're just like, man, we got to put this out. So that was our first live record we ever did. Oh, so it was it was the audio stream from the live stream that you did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's rad. And you have a new song too, right? Feels right. Yep, just came out with a new one. Um, well, the record's dropping next week, and so this is just the latest single off the record. But yeah, okay. we were a couple of Fridays ago. And so you've been working on the record what all of COVID, so to speak. Yeah. Like, I mean, when did you start writing it? It started, it's been two years in the making. Um, okay. We started writing right after we, when we released V, then we started writing for this one and started recording a couple of songs here and there. Um, I mean, Colorado Evergreen on this record, we released that one in 
2019, I think. Oh, so that's going to make this new record. Yeah. So it's okay, been, I wasn't it's sure been some of those were like singles, like just regular, like one off. thought record. about it. Yeah. We thought about it, but we're like, you know what? We want to put that on a record because we want that on vinyl for sure. Oh, you're doing <laughs> a vinyl. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. And then COVID allowed us the opportunity to, to kind of really slow down and dive more into the songwriting. Mm-hmm. I think this record would have been totally different um, if we didn't have that time. Really? In yeah. what sense? Like, do you feel like you had more time to sit with the songs and tweak them or just? Well, just more time to write. We wrote like 30 songs for this record. Wow. And Is then, that the most you guys have ever done for an album? Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah. And then we recorded probably 16 and then chopped that down to 11. Okay. Yeah, we just have more time to sit around and really dive into what do we really like, and we have the option to cut something out if we don't like it. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of new territory for us because usually it's like, okay, cool, we have twelve songs, let's record them, let's get. You're them out. usually like, yeah, like you have the full like track listing, and then that's it. You don't have much that's to it. play with. Okay, we just don't have that much time you know right because we all live separate well three of the guys still live together um but i live down here in columbia and it's just i can't get up there as much we used to live all together and just practice anytime so they still they live in nashville but just north right yeah they live over by the airport okay yeah and so what about recording this record um was that done like did you have to do virtually or were you did you guys wait long enough to where you can get in the studio together? Yeah, we we just went to the studio. It's like yeah. <laughs> just co-record. I mean, <laughs> so we went down there and recorded with Tom, and everything was fine. You know, nobody got sick, thank God. But um, yeah, got it done, and really happy with the way it turned out. Uh, we kind of always go in new directions, keep it fresh for ourselves and, you know, and cross our fingers that the fans like what we do, but we're doing what we like. You know, we don't necessarily write. We always write with a purpose of writing a good song, but not necessarily writing with a purpose of it has to sound like this. Sure. You know? And so you, you, you'll hear it on this new record, even with some of our new singles, it's like very, Bo, our keyboard player, likes to call it yacht rock. I'm not a big yacht rock <laughs> fan, but I get it, man. It's a lot of keyboard based stuff on some of these singles, and I I love it because it it allowed me to get back to uh, vocally more soulful singing. Mm-hmm. So, and are you guys gonna be able to support the record with the tour, or have you played live? I mean, you said you played obviously like last night, but as as a band, have you had a chance to play yet? Yeah, we we've been doing shows since uh, March. We started back. Okay. And uh, not really a tour per se, like extended tour. We're just doing like weekend dates, like three or four day runs here and there. Then I had a my wife and I had a baby girl in May, so I'm like, I just congratulations. So you have two two kids now. Two kids. Okay. The wild nut house around here. I can't imagine, man. <laughs> Just a I've, crazy house. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, dude. I got two kids too, and um, 
<laughs> between getting them outside or getting them to the bus and everything else. It's like, by the time you like wrap your head around what just happened, it's like halfway through the day and they're about to come yep. home. You're like, Oh, like where did the day go? Just give me 30 minutes by myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no. All right. But, well, Daniel, man, thank you for doing this, dude. This has been awesome. And uh, yeah. I want to see you. I want to see you play uh, downtown or, you know, somewhere. So, um, yeah, I'll be down there the 24th and 25th this month. Really? Yeah. And we're okay. also doing Americana Fest on the 24th this month. Oh, sweet. Okay. Very so we're cool. Playing, we're playing a midnight set at the High Watt. Oh, wow. For Americana Fest? Yeah. Okay. Midnight set at the High Watt. Got yeah. it. Okay. Two kids. That's, I don't know if that'll work out with your schedule, but that'd be but cool. I, I, I can get a, we, we can figure out somebody to watch the kids. Yeah. <laughs> And that's my birthday weekend, so oh, you got figure it out. Yeah, I know my birthday's on the twenty third, so it's like you're playing the twenty fourth. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll have to figure that out. Very um, cool. So Americana, you're doing Americana Fest, and you're playing a solo gig, or no? Yeah, I'm doing Old Red from I think uh, four thirty to eight thirty. Okay, and then we played the midnight set at High Watt. Wow, that's gonna be a big day for you. Yeah, just a lot of playing, you know. <laughs> That is awesome. Well, dude, thank you again so much for doing this. I have one more question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Yeah, um, sure. I can tell you what I would tell myself going mm -hmm. back. Um, just keep doing a practice, practice, practice. That's what it is. You know, even if you think it's not getting where you want to go as quick as you think, just keep doing it. Um, and even if you don't want to make it, to whatever, like a touring gig, just playing music in general. It's something worth chasing and something worth, you know, going after and cultivating. Because for me, like I said, I was a shy kid and it allowed me to express myself. And now it's allowed me to come out of my shell and meet different people, do podcasts that are really cool. <laughs> um, and so it just opens up a whole new world and just keep your eyes open and practice, do it. Yeah.